This is Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose on 101.9 High FM. Well, welcome to Tech Talk Cafe. And as usual, we try to get really interesting people on the show to tell us all about their gizmos and gadgets and what they're on about. And joining us today is Justin Hume, who is the, I forget his title exactly. Justin, welcome to the show. Tell us your title. It's much easier that way. Well, first, so you said interesting people. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but I have an interesting well, title, an interesting which is director of, um, director of Integrated Mobility. That's a very fancy way of simply saying That's I look after the mobile phones. Integrated Mobility. So you do cars, you do buses, you do trains, or just mobile <laughs> devices. Uh, well, just a little bit about that. And I think where it stems from <laughs> is that, you know, these days mobile technology is, is so immersed in what, in every aspect of our lives. So yes, there's telemetry. So we do, we get involved in terms of machine to machine discussions. We have uh, people to people discussions and the like. So, uh, integrated mobility was probably the best way of defining that, uh, that title. It's not quite cars and trains, but it's definitely all to do with electronic communication using devices such as the new Galaxy Fold. So yes, exciting week the last week. Um, attended your Unpacked and we discussed it on the on air last week all about the new gizmos and gadgets. But give us a little bit of insight. Samsung has got an interesting new take on where it wants to be and where it's going. And then we can talk a little bit about the devices themselves and, and where Samsung and you guys be, believe they fit into the market. So give us just a brief overview, as you did it unpacked, about the new sort of direction and philosophy that Samsung is working with now. Definitely. I, th- I think the theme was one of openness. And really the way that we we thinking about this is it's, it's about being inclusive of people, being inclusive of geographies, being inclusive of other technologies. And we realize that in today's world, you you can't have this uh, walled garden approach, where, which is a fundamentally different design philosophy to our key competitor, if I can put it that way. And, and we believe that each party brings something new to to the playground, effectively. And so how do we enable that? You know, today we're having a chat. Uh, we're using a Microsoft Teams platform. Microsoft is one of our most strategic global partners on our brand new products is a very direct integration between the camera functionality, the SPN functionality and Microsoft Teams in that regard. Because I don't think there's a single organization that has the entire solution for everybody out there. So it's openness that we have. So essentially we live in a diverse world. There's tons of technologies from lots of really good creators and it all comes down to some at this stage, it all comes down to some form of communication. And uh, exactly. that's where Samsung fits in. So we want to be that enabler. And, you know, we've spoken about in the past our brand philosophy of do what you can't. So it's about saying, how do we provide the technology that allows you to do something that you previously were unable to do? Uh, how do we use virtual reality technology to help people learn how to walk again? How do we utilize communications to ensure that loved ones are connected? And we see that as a very prevalent issue today. Talking through uh, video um, conferencing technologies, we're able to engage with our families that live abroad uh, when we are separated in a time where international travel is not uh, as readily available as it was um, some 18-odd months ago. Effectively. 18, 18 months ago, we, we could just hop on a plane. Nowadays, you hop on your teams. You know, with- <laughs> 
So just this whole philosophy of openness is quite a big deal. And obviously, in this connected world that we're in, that leads us perfectly into the new range of devices that Samsung have introduced. And um, a lot of excitement around the Fold and the various folding screen type devices. So tell us a little bit about why Samsung believes this is going to be a format that is going to go very mainstream going forward. Well, yes, we are excited. I think this is um, an unbelievable step. You know, I think about it in the following way is that we're almost entering a new paradigm of mobile technology. And in my mind, I see it as there's three eras. And back to when we first had a feature phone, a mobile device. And I mean, we were just all astounded by the fact that I, you know, I wasn't locked into a particular position uh, at my house. I could uh, get communications on the go. And then the second inflection point or the new paradigm came about with smartphones, right? And suddenly I was able to take content on the go, such as YouTube, uh, Netflix, these type of things. And now as we go into what I believe is the third inflection point, this third age of mobile, we see technologies like 5G coming to the fore, but we, we're seeing this proliferation of video streaming services, video conferencing services and the like. And we need technology that enables that uh, to an ever greater extent. The analysts tell us that the foldable market is set to grow uh, nearly seven times over the next 12 months. And by 2025, we'll be looking at approximately 65 million units in production per, per annum. So uh, which is, what you're saying number. is that a large screen foldable device is going to become very mainstream going forward. Exactly. The departure point that I would look at is if I think back to previous products that we brought into market and particularly our Galaxy Note series, you know, our, our first generation, what we often see is in the context of why the foldable right now is that first generation product, which we introduced two years ago, really it's about the, the form factor. Oh, we can, we can fold the screen. We can do something unique with it. Generation two becomes about adding some feature sets to it. But by the time you hit generation three, which is where we are today, you've now got the design capability, you've got the feature set and the ecosystem integration. And that's why it becomes such a, a wonderful tool um, and a perfect time to be introducing. But again, if we think back about where I was going earlier on with the, with the note uh, analogy is we saw a design trend. In, and at that point in time, around about 2010, Everybody was going smaller and lighter. You know, how can we get a three and a half inch phone that weighed 80 odd grams? I remember that's design direction. And we suddenly came up with this note that was in excess of five inch screen size. It got called the phablet. Uh, people were dismissing <laughs> it. Um, but look at it today. A five inch display would be considered small uh, by Absolutely. phone standards because of the use cases we now have for that. And so coming back to your question, yes, I do believe now is the time because of th this video conferencing, this work from home environment that we're finding ourselves in, but also the proliferation of streaming services, we need a larger device. Now, the screen size has been the, the hallmark of our Note series. So as I said, we went from there five, six inch, seven inch and so forth. But you know, where would we take Note to today? Uh, we can't necessarily have a bigger screen in a bar type format. Otherwise, it's going to look like a tablet and it's going to not fit uh, in, in our pockets, you know, in our pants pockets or what have you. a point where people, especially people with slightly smaller hands, would really struggle in managing a seven inch 
phone. It just 100%. becomes almost impossible. Hundred percent. So yeah, so we did the thing that couldn't be done with Note, and we faulted it. And really, we now give the customer a full six point two inch display on the outside uh, screen, which again six point two inches. That's this sort of the mainstream size of flagship handsets in the market today. And then you open that up to a tablet experience, uh, which is just phenomenal. That's really interesting. So that's a brilliant segue into the actual feature set. What is new and what is different about the new Fold 3? In terms of the Fold 3, the, the, I always think about it in this context of watching, working, and playing. And playing, I don't always mean games, but it's it's that's a good analogy for uh, describing Leisure time. It. Correct, yes. So if, if we think about watching, we spoke about, and I'm going to stick with the Netflix idea, is we want to watch the content that we have or uh, scroll through our phones and the like. So we need high-quality visual surfaces to do that on. And so we've introduced 120 hertz scrolling uh, onto the device uh, for both the internal screen and the external screen. And That's quite a big deal. Can we just quickly unpack that? A lot of people yeah. don't really understand what that means, 120 hertz. Oh, that sounds fabulous. But what does it mean in real terms for the average user? What would they notice when they have a screen operating at that speed? So uh, let me dial it back for a second. Uh, and, and apart from saying it's unbelievably smooth, but the question we're asking everybody with the Fold product almost everybody here today has a bar type phone and we're asking you to question you know is what i have good enough that's kind of question number one question two would be of the idea is that if i haven't experienced something better i might not know what better looks like and uh, the analogy that i'm that i'm using here you know when i was a kid i'm you know i'm not that young these days so you know we had a car my folks had a car with a a wind down window. At that point in time, we were just happy with the fact that we had glass, you know, uh, to block out the wind uh, while we were driving. And literally, I'm that old that it literally, uh, I came off a Volkswagen and got into that. Glass in the window. <laughs> yeah. but, um, you, know, you, you would wind down the window and you never thought twice about it. That was good enough. And then suddenly I remember a friend of my father's had a BMW 3 Series with this electric windows and man was he was just the coolest guy i could think of right you pushed a button and down went the glass and suddenly this wind down window wasn't good enough because we'd seen what better was today unless you're into classic cars or something like that you would probably be uh, you would feel quite aggrieved having to take a step back from an electric window into into winding down your your, your glass in your car these days and that's kind of where we are today. Many people think that they've got unbelievable technology in their hands, but it's because perhaps they just haven't had the opportunity to experience what better could be. And that's where we position the fault. So the so reason I say that. Unashamedly a high-end, top-end device in terms of usage and technology. It is. Uh, so firstly, we wanted to make sure that it had all the features on it that would classify this into a flagship or premium category. Uh, that was important to us. So we've introduced, you know, you would expect of a top end phone to be water and dust resistant. So we've made that. We've made the first a big foldable phone that can fold area. Correct. And technically you would have thought it's not possible to, to really achieve this. And yet we have, uh, in that regard. We've been able to introduce the S Pen, which was uh, again another hallmark of the Galaxy Note series. And you would think to yourself, well, how do I write across 
this juncture of the of, of the screen where it falls, and yet we've we've found a way to to do that. So again, we've taken those technologies to a, a whole new level. And again, it's not about what the phone can do. So almost we don't need to get caught up in the specification of it. What's Absolutely. important is what you can do with this phone. Um, and that's why I say it's important for us that you get an unbelievable watching experience. The technology that we've brought in behind that is not only an incredible screen, but also uh, this under-display camera, another first in a foldable device, so that you don't see on the main screen a little notch or hole where the where the camera goes. It's under the display, and it becomes invisible to you as you're watching your program. Apart from the under-screen camera, which I saw and is actually incredibly cool, the only time you ever see it is when it's working, which is actually quite a good safety feature in our privacy-mad world. But um, what else is pretty unique about the device? I mean, the hinge looks like there's some serious engineering work's gone into it, and the overall build and fit and finish is very much like your Galaxy Note uh, series. Exactly. So our hinge, it's a free angle hinge. So what, what that means is that you can put it into what we call flex mode. Uh, so I can take the Galaxy Fold or Flip for that matter. So there's two phones and I can have them I'm trying to visualize it over uh, for, for everybody listening here is about almost like a L shape. I can have it freestanding on a desk like I have my laptop computer. And then I can utilize uh, the a keypad on the bottom half of the screen and the top half of my screen becomes a, the visual surface where, where no, it becomes the, like a little mini, mini computer should you so require to use it that way. It does indeed. And I think that's another departure point for me. You know, for so long, the mobile industry has been promising PC like experiences on a mobile device. And we've been close, I think, and there's been some really good innovation in this space, but we haven't yet really offered that except or until we, we now have the Fold 3. And why I say that is now I can have this keyboard at the bottom, I can have the, the content on the top part, but I can also do or open multiple applications simultaneously on the main display. So uh, as an example, I can open uh, two copies of Microsoft Word. Now, I find that particularly useful because often I have to look at a legal document and I'm when I compare what I wrote or commented on in document one versus the second variation uh, on the document. And I can compare these two side by side. So in essence, you're saying that with a fold, you can actually get a lot more productive than just sitting there fiddling on your phone. Correct. And, and another great one of that example is um, if I think of WhatsApp. Uh, currently today, if I take my bar type phone, I will see Stephen Ambrose come up and, uh, you know, I, I, it would be highlighted that I have a waiting message from you. So I click into it and I would go into the thread of our discussion. But now I could see uh, on the left hand side, I can see the list of all the individuals names coming up that's, uh, that I'm busy having conversations with. And I can tab between the different threads that we have. Now, again, this is an experience that you may be familiar with because of WhatsApp web. And so that's just an experience that you're familiar with on a PC, but it's not an experience that that's you would know from a mobile phone. So, so in many ways, people will actually use this device very differently to the way they would use a normal candy bar phone. Uh, correct. Uh, definitely. And we then layer this S Pen capability on top of it. And our stats would show us that uh, in our note users who have you know, become very au fait with the S Pen, they are 86%, um, I don't want to say more productive, but they use productivity applications 
86% more than any of our other handset categories, uh, which is quite that's telling about... That's an interesting distinction because obviously if it wasn't useful, people wouldn't use it. I know that sounds a little circular, but the truth is it became useful, so they used it. Correct, exactly. And, um, you know, again, so we want to keep that level of productivity up there, and that's particularly with the Galaxy Z Fold 3. And then if we think about the Z Flip 3, that's about so saying, let's well, talk a little bit about I know we focused yeah. a lot on the Z Fold, but the Z Flip is another brand-new device which also folds in the middle. Correct, and the idea there is one of portability. So how do we get... The a smaller phone make it light to fit into our jacket pocket, uh, small clutch purse, uh, you know, if heading out to some gala dinner, you know, uh, or something like that. And you want that portability, but again, you don't want to sacrifice screen size for that because we've just established how important that is. So here, literally, I have a phone that folds in half, and when it unfolds, it folds out to a 6.7 inch uh, display, which again is phenomenal. It's a phenomenal canvas on which to you know, view photographs, do video conferencing, and the like. And again, bringing it back to our flex mode with our free angle hinge, I can place that on a desk, you know, if I'm in an airplane and I've got the tray down for the, you know, for the dinner I'm going to eat on the flight, I can just you pop it up there next to me. Flying. I can see this. I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, might just do a little flight between our chamber and Vance area here. <laughs> but, uh, yes. Um, so there's, there's so much versatility that is brought into it. So what we, again, established through discussions with our customers is they are looking for um, productivity, which we spoke about, the versatility. And then the final one is durability in that regard. And I'm sounding very like a corporate uh, at the moment. We want our phones, our technology, to handle the bumps and bruises of everyday life. And almost when I introduce something new like a fold or something that new technology has always got an impression of being a little bit fragile. But you've gone, come a long way in this regard. Oh, exactly. So, and that's why we've laid it down with Gorilla Glass Victus. So that's the toughest glass that you can get on a mobile device for the, the outside. Um, looking at the Z Fold 3, the, the, the body of the device is made from aircraft grade aluminium. Uh, these are the things that are deployed into this to make sure that uh, the person who buys this product can buy it with absolute peace of mind. And um, there's a great little video on YouTube where you can actually see our machinery testing the opening and closing of this device. It's tested to withstand over 200,000 opening and closing. So that's if, if you and I sit here and start to play with that phone for straight years, um, that's really how long it would take before uh, we would have a little problem Don't or potential problem. could become yeah. a problem. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> we're nearly out of time. I think sure. we have to leave the features and, and, and stuff behind for the moment. But tell us where and when and how people can get their hands on these devices, if not to buy, but obviously that's the point, but to look at them and to experience what we're talking about. Uh, definitely. So if we think about a purchasing perspective, pre-orders are available from the 1st of September and they'll be on shelf from the 17th of September. But we've been partnering with many of the mobile operators We've got preview units in nearly 300 stores across the, the country, already. and that's expanding. That's already. And oh, I would obviously invite customers to come on to samsung.com, look at our website. There's, um, you know, 
straight up reviews, there's 360, uh, you know, walkthroughs of the product and that type of thing. Uh, there's just a wealth of information. And I think, Stephen, you hit the nail on the head. This is a product that you need to experience because it's not something that everybody's familiar with. And you owe it almost to yourself to kind of think about how much more you could do, how much, uh, how incredible your mobile experience could be with one of these new foldable devices. Brilliant. Well, on that note, <laughs> see what I did there. <laughs> I got the pun. <laughs> we'll have to, uh, I won't say fold this uh, interview up because that's like pushing the whole thing way too far. But anyway, thank you so much for joining <laughs> well, us. Well, we can flip much. it on its head and... Uh, <laughs> talk, no, this is getting really out of hand. But is. good point. Let's flip it around and... Uh, uh, let's uh, stay in touch and let's see what what happens when the, the the you know the product actually gets on the on the market and people get to see what they can do with it because there's often lots of interesting stuff that people get up to. But thanks for joining us and um, looking forward to actually finally living with one of them and uh, enjoying uh, what what it can do. So that was Justin Hume from Samsung and he's the mobility man. Let's leave it at that. So thanks for joining us, Justin. We'll chat soon. Thanks, Stephen. Keep well.